everybody, and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 2028. 20, One of the interesting things that I find in, in running a business and the type of business that I run, we, we have to have a social media presence. Like if, you, if, you want to, if you've got a client-facing business or services for that matter, if you're not on social media, then you're probably missing a, a huge opportunity. Uh, now, the irony is that if I didn't run a business, I probably wouldn't be on social media at all. It's not, it's not my gig. I'm not a, not a huge fan of it, but I need to be consistently posting multiple times every day uh, text, um, images, um, video as well in, so that I can be front of mind for people. So I can... Yesterday I did a, a podcast on the mental toughness and, and body show. Uh, I actually know it wasn't on that. It was on this where I talked about seed planting, episode 2028... Uh, 27, sorry. I talked about seed planting. And I've got to constantly put things out so that I can be front of mind. What can be incredibly damaging with the social media is just how much rubbish there is out there. And you see people posting absolute dribble. I'll give you a good example. One that I saw last night when I was posting something and it just, you post it and then it pops up what the next thing was. I think this might've been on Instagram and it was a video. Uh, Now, uh, most of my videos and uh, things that I, I post, it doesn't get a lot of engagement. Uh, but I'm still able to run a successful uh, business, but most people aren't coming through the social media channels. Anyway, there was this particular, this is how stupid the world has come. This person had done a, I think it was a, a Instagram, no, maybe it was TikTok, like a TikTok video. And it was, I can't even remember, the heading was something like, uh, they've posted something, Silly, just to see what the engagement was. It's essentially a person uh, sitting there reading a book. You can't see the person. You can just see the book and that they're reading the book. And that's the only thing that they're doing, just sitting there reading a book. I don't know how long the the segment went for. It had 135,000 views. It's like, what has the world come to? when you've got something like that. Or you've got uh, you know, some young girls doing a dance and it gets 500,000 views. Why the girls look good, etc. There's no content in it. And they say, okay, well, it's, maybe it's entertainment and good to look at, etc., etc. It's like, what have we come to where we've got things like that? And then there's, uh, say, somebody has videoed a road rage incident or they've videoed a... Um, like a fight and it gets you know, half a million views. And it's like, man, here I am creating this content that doesn't get <laughs> like a, a fraction of uh, that type of engagement. It's like, man, what have we come to? Anyway, so it's easy to look at that kind of thing and think, oh, well, I just need to do something like that if I want to get that many views. And the video that, about the book was really about how do you get more people to watch your uh, your uh, videos and that's the irony in that one because there was absolutely nothing in the video but it had so many views and so I think people get more and more extreme and um, certainly in the, uh, the health and wellness space uh, like you've got um, body image issues and that kind of stuff so you've got 
uh, say, young girls on there, they're doing workouts wearing less and less, or they're doing workouts in a G-string type bikinis and stuff. And I see yoga ones where uh, they're wearing uh, virtually nothing and they're doing the splits in a G-string on their head, right? And use your imagination as to what that, that looks like. And it's like, really? Like, why? Because you're trying to sexualize the, uh, you know, the content, get more views, etc., etc. It's got nothing to do with yoga. Uh, but anyway, as a business owner and somebody that is looking to uh, engage with people and you see things like that, I get increasingly, increasingly frustrated. But uh, you've got to have your own values and beliefs when it comes to uh, what it is that the messaging that you're putting out there. And anyone that knows me would know that I always come from a professional position. And so I'm not going to compromise mine just for the sake of, uh, just for the, sake of the, the views and so forth. But anyway, other people are, that's on them. Um, so anyway, back to the seed planting uh, side of things, because that's what I'm doing with social media as well. I'm seed planting, so I'm just going to have a quick drink. I am, uh, just yesterday, I was uh, posting a success story of one of my clients from uh, years gone by. And in the process, I was looking at um, a particular, uh, I was looking through a, a bunch of some of my, uh, my um, previous success stories. And I came across one, which was a um, a gentleman, I think he was at the time of doing it, I think he might have been 53 or something like that. I thought, oh, maybe I'll do him uh, because yeah, I like to mix it up with uh, younger uh, men, younger women, older men, older women and so forth, just to, you just never know who's looking at it at a particular time and it might attract them uh, to uh, want to be curious and to come in for consultation. That's what I'm essentially driving people to do. And so I was about to post this, um, this gentleman. I thought, oh, no, actually, why don't I do him next time kind of thing? I'll post this, this lady uh, at this particular time. And so I, I did that post. Last night at, I don't know what time it was. It was like nine o'clock, something like that. I just happened to be looking at my email. And just a few minutes before I had looked at it, uh, this person had sent me an email. It was the person that I was about to post the success story of. And I haven't seen him for probably, I don't know, maybe five years or more. And he wants to come back in for a consultation. It's like, how freaky is that? And I, I responded to him and said, you're not gonna believe this. I was just looking at your before and after photos today. And uh, yeah, so he's gonna come in next week uh, at some point. Um, so how, how interesting is that? So why am I telling you that? Because I was doing all the seed planting. Like he reached out to, he reaches out to me from time to time saying, oh, I'll look at all your stuff on uh, social media and so forth. And even though he doesn't engage, he looks, right? And that comes back to uh, why I do what I do with the, uh, like the social media and the way that I do it. Because he's a great client, right? And... He's always been part of the fitness family, even though I may not see people uh, for a while. He's, I know that he's watching, he's looking, and some people just don't like to engage. They just like to, just like to watch. It's almost like looking through the window out from a high-story building. You're looking down to the street. You want to see what's going on, but you're not engaging 
uh, with the, the people and, that, and that's fine. And I guess they're the people that I'm also connecting with because you have to realise when it comes to the social media, it's like, yeah, like why are you doing it? Like what's the purpose of doing it? And if I look at uh, the more data you capture on, uh, from a business perspective on your ideal clients, most of my clients aren't actually on social media. Like I do stuff on TikTok, I do stuff on um, all the platforms, uh, but my average age of my clients is 41, right? So I'm going to engage with a 41-year-old differently to, say, a 17, 18-year-old. And so they, they may be looking for a, a slightly different experience or because of my age, they feel like they can't relate to me or something like that. Similarly, you've got those people that are like in their 30s and are 40s that are not wanting to uh, train with a young person and they do want somebody that's got uh, that life experience and a proven track record over a long period of time, like I've been training 36 years now. And so they can train with confidence and know that I'm going to be able to, uh, to help them and coach them through whatever it is that they're experiencing. Um, so it's really interesting. So I think, uh, like I was I talking about this yesterday, about you've got to be very aware of the messages that, that you're putting out on your social media. Um, my advice to people is don't post about your relationship. Don't put your relationship status on social media. Uh, don't uh, put, uh, you know, like those lovey-dovey type stuff out on social media either. Um, if you want to do that stuff, set up a different... Facebook page for and social media stuff for your family, friends, etc., etc., and just be very careful about what it is that you you post because once once it's it's uh, out in the, the the world, it's out there forever. So yeah, that's my my sort of thoughts on that. Anyway, uh, that was uh, an interesting experience uh, for me, and I think uh, look, depending on where you are, like in your mental health situation. I would just not, like if, you're, if you have some challenges there, just don't get on social media, like remove it from your phone. Uh, don't engage with it uh, because honestly, if I, I did a, an episode on the Mental Toughness and Body Show uh, maybe less than two weeks ago, which uh, was entitled Why I'm Banning X, which is formerly known as Twitter. Uh, because if you think that like Facebook, Instagram, are bad, uh, at least they have some censoring. There is zero censoring on, on Twitter. And some of the stuff that I've seen on there is disgusting. I mean, we're talking about uh, uh, them posting videos of people committing suicide. Um, like some horrific things. It's like, that, this is just disgraceful. Uh, so I just, I removed it from my phone. I still have an account uh, nothing gets posted to it, and I don't, uh, I just don't look at it anymore. And so, I think you've got to kind of clean up your own house and say, well, am I really just wasting time over looking at this? And some people say, oh, well, it's entertaining and whatever. Well, okay, maybe you could find a different way to entertain yourself uh, because you have no control over what is posted. And if you're just scrolling and looking at this trash, uh, trash, trust me, it's got to get in. It's got to get in somewhere and have an impact somewhere in your life. And if you're vulnerable, then it's not going to leave you in a great place. 
You can say, oh, wow, look at this person. I'll give you an example. Um, so the only reality TV show that I sort of glance at every year is Married at First Sight. Why? I don't know, it just seems interesting. I think I, if I put myself in that scenario, how would I respond, etc. I, I would be a disaster on that show for sure. Uh, lots of my clients would love to see me on it though. I'd say, oh, that'd be so entertaining. So yeah, I'm sure it would be, but um, it just wouldn't be a good experience. <laughs> but you look at that show and uh, I, as I was having a, a quick scroll through, I think this was TikTok uh, last night, uh, because it's on being shown, the current season is being shown right now, there uh, people out on podcasts and so forth are tracking down people that used to be on the show as well, like in previous seasons, as well as the people that are not in the current series or some that are in the current series. And the takeaway is this. It seems like everybody that goes on the show is not really genuinely looking for a relationship, but what they're looking for is, and one of the the previous contestants actually said this, but they get paid something like $1,000 a week to be on the show because they have to be out for like 12 weeks or something. So it's not a lot of money. And, but th- this guy was saying how all the endorsements, this is his language, all the endorsements come after the show. And he was talking about how he was going to be invited, this is a young guy, uh, and being invited to all these clubs all over the country and being paid anywhere between you know, one to $2,000 uh, a visit for each one. And that's how he happened to make some money. There was another lady that was talking about how, I don't know, I don't think that she was into this beforehand and whether it was because of uh, this program that she got into it. Uh, but she was talking about how in the first month after the show, the first month, she made 250000 which she rounded the number, so whether it's accurate or not, $250,000 in the first month on her OnlyFans page or site, whatever you call it. And so, okay, so now you're watching that. And let's just say that you're um, a young lady that you think, well, okay, maybe I could go on that show. You you play up a little bit and uh, you, you get thousands of people that are then going to their Instagram accounts and so forth because people want to connect with these people, whether you either love them, hate them, whatever. And then I will go and start my OnlyFans account. Like, wow, she made $250,000. Maybe I'll see what she's been posting and then I will do that. I will be more extreme, etc., etc. It's like, what, what sort of message is that sending? Trust me, I think if I went on the show... And I then had an OnlyFans account. I'm not collecting 250 grand in my first month. <laughs> there would not be that many people that would want to be looking at me. But my message here is we just have to be so careful. I think there's so much tox- toxicity around it. And like that, that show I was talking about, it seems that all the people are going on it. It's all to do with money. At the end of the day, it's coming down to money. How do I make money through this? How do I promote me? How do I become somebody that can maybe then get on another show? Like one of the people uh, was saying he's not on it now because he's, 
he came out looking like a bit of a goose on the show. Now, how much of it is acting or whatever? He says he's not an actor, but he has done... He, wasn't act, he said he wasn't acting on the show, but he has done acting before. And he's been in, I think, one TV commercial before and said he never applied to be on the show, but he was approached for two seasons to be on the show and he got on to this one. And so it's like, okay, well, that's not genuine love. This is somebody that has been uh, obviously paid because they're, they're all paid, but somebody that's been approached to be on the show, he's not genuinely looking for that relationship and that shone through, uh, through the show. Uh, so it's like reality TV is only so far. But you see it in social media all the time. There, there's so much lack of authenticity and I get a little bit sick of it and uh, yeah, I don't have the following that some of these people do, but it's like, okay, what, what part of you are you losing through this inauthenticity? Uh, some people get off on it, literally. Uh, other people just think about the money and uh, not the, the consequences that may be lasting and have damaging impacts down the, down the road. So we do have to be careful. Uh, so anyway, um, I still encourage you to do the seed planting Make sure that you're always true to yourself. Get rid of social media if you need to, because um, it's not good for you. And uh, you just never know what can happen down the track if you're seed planting in an authentic way, particularly if you have a business and um, uh, you're just one person, one opportunity away from where you are to where it is that you want to be. Keep growing yourself, keep working on yourself, keep staying true to that health and a growth mindset, make sure that you're progressing yourself every day and you watch how much you grow. Just focus on what you can do today to grow yourself a little bit today. Just be consistent. Consistency matters. All right, see you tomorrow.